tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> yes! Come on, bitch, let's go! Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how we get started. Such a perfect song choice. What up, After Buzzers? Welcome to After Buzz TV's After Show for a new series on Lifetime called Pitch Slaps. We are so excited. We have an awesome, fun panel and awesome, great show to talk about. Yeah. I am your host, Marissa Serafini. Joining me, I have. Oh, what's happening? I, well, are we throwing it to our, our yeah, I'm throwing it What too. is happening, y'all? I am Ty Matthews, uh, coming straight over for my very first non wrestling after buzz. So I'm pretty excited. Awesome. Where can everyone follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Ty Matthews PMA. So, awesome. All that's good stuff. And I am Lindsay Miller, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and pretty much everywhere else at Rockin' Mama Life. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham or on Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. Yes, Crane. Crane. You didn't go for the Instagram pun. Instagram, I know. Oh, man. That is willpower. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TVs. All right. Great show to get into. So much to talk about. But the first... I want to know all of your first impressions of this show. Ty, we'll start with you. It what what really jumped out to me is is the kind of the production value. You know, with a lot of documentaries and a lot of docu series, you kind of get that sort of grainy feel. Yeah. But this is really really well produced. A mm-hmm. lot of you know, yeah. kind of wild shot changes and and things like that. So it was a little bit a little bit more colorful than I was expecting. Yeah, Lizzie. Uh, I agree. I think it was shot like a lot better than I expected it to be done. Um, I freaking love it. I feel like it's got a little bit of that like best in show awkward comedy feel, but then you find yourself getting sucked. You know, like the first couple minutes, I was like, I'm really watching this, (laughs) making fun of myself, and then I'm like, Oh my god, this is so good. You know, so it's got a nice a nice balance of that. It's fun. Totally, yeah. Basically, everything about this show is everything that I love. (laughs) I sang an acapella group in college, and I've taught high schoolers, too, so it's, like, the intersection of everything that I love. I agree with you that there's, like, almost, like, a farcical element where, like, there's... It's just perfect. I feel like it nails the tone of acapella. It's, like, very earnest. I think it's great. Yes, and, you know, I went into the show not really knowing what to expect. I know there was going to be a lot of talent. There's obviously going to be a lot of drama. It's on Lifetime. But I was thoroughly impressed by, like, the Mm -hmm. fast-paced of this show and the episode, just how they quickly just got the audience immediately engaged. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, really excited. And I'm, like, writing down notes fervently. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, rewind. we got to watch that again because there's so much that happened. And a lot of people to talk about, a lot of fun things to get to. So we'll start with just the main core people of the show. We have Deke Sharon and Diana Priestler. Let's start with Deke Sharon. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's well-established. He's 
made a career out of Pitch Perfect, being a vocal arranger and producer. He's worked on Sing Off and created and produced more than 2,000 songs. What do you think about Deke? How about Jeff? I've actually met Deke um, in college. My group tried out for the Sing Off season three. We didn't make it, but we had a good run. <laughs> um, and Deke is one of the producers for that show, so we met him. Really nice guy. What was cool is he like coached our group a little bit, so that that coaching instinct is very like inherent in who he is, which is cool. And um, yeah, I've only met him once or twice, but he is known as like the Godfather of acapella. Like I knew Deke going into the show, so and that's what they kept saying. He's yeah. the Godfather, or he's mm-hmm. God. I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that? Have you said that before? I've I've definitely said that before. I've, I've literally heard the phrase Godfather of acapella to describe Deke. So like, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, yeah. So he's a big deal. Yeah, Lindsay. Um, I love Deke. Deke, are we just talking about Deke right now? Yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll get into yeah. everybody, but yeah, I really want your thoughts and words about Deke. Diana. <laughs> yeah. um, I think we all do. Deke, I love him, and if I was on a team, I would be on Deke's team. I think he's great. I think he's hysterical. His, I mean, all of my life I've been listening to people tell me that acapella isn't cool, and he said it with like such emotion. Yeah. I was like, oh, Deke, it's really not that cool, but it is that you think it is. I love you. Like, I just love how much he loves acapella, and you can tell, and it's, you know, there's a an element of comedy to the things that he says, but then you're like, he really believes it. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I think it's really awesome. Does he really believe that stuff? Oh, yeah. I feel like he is the embodiment <laughs> of I mean, amazing. honestly, he kind of is a pioneer. Like, the group he founded at Tufts, the Beelzebubs, is considered one of the best, and, like, without Deke, there really wouldn't be acapella, so he yeah. is, like, kind of really the, a pioneer, so it's fun yeah. to see him on the show. Yeah. Ty, how about you? Did you like Deke? I, absolutely. I think it's it's impossible not to like Deke. Deke is, is fun dad. He's, he's who you, know, <laughs> you, you spend the weekends with, and he's, you know, he's he's not going to yell at you, but he's going to bring out the best in you, you know? And even though there are these lofty terms like Godfather and God, you can tell that he's just out there having fun, you know, from the when we see him imitating the different instruments in you know in his interview it's just it, he's fun to watch and he kind of you know he really does capture the energy that is you know part and parcel to acapella yes yeah. i really enjoyed deke just the character and the nature that he brought to the show um for being a male and like not to get into gender issues but being a male he brought a more nurturing aspect mm-hmm. to him mm-hmm. and i think that's actually really for refreshing mm-hmm. for a big group of kids there were a lot of people and i think he'll bring that softness that what we kind of want in coaches like the one who will like pat you on the back even if you had you know like a bad day or bad performance whatever and i think he can like get down and real and raw Mm -hmm. and i think that'll also be just great to what he can bring to everyone individually and now let's get into diana we have the female coach Of um, what do we think of Diana? I mean, she she has a well established career. She's coach. She's done Broadway performance coach. She's like the best, quote unquote, the best quote uh, performance coach in the country. What do you think of Diana? I mean, she's she's clearly she's the bad cop to Deke's good cop. Yes, you know, yeah. if if Deke and Diana are the two best in the acapella world, Diana's the one that's going to tell you she's the best. You know, she's been coaching for fourteen years, and mm-hmm. she'll be the first one to let you know. And and you know, we were talking about this. She does have this sort of stage mom, soccer mom type quality, where it's you get the feeling that it's it like you know. I think Andrew said it's not so much about Highlands voices versus. Um, stay tuned. It's about Diana versus mm-hmm. Deke. 
And yeah. so I think we'll see that manifest itself as the season goes on. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Diana. First of all, if you have to tell people you're the best, you're probably not the best. <laughs> I'm just saying. Never once did Deke, the godfather of acapella, refer to himself as that. Mm-hmm. He just listed his accolades and people said that he was that. Whereas Diana had to toot her own horn a whole lot to try to convince us that she was good. That's all I have to say. Now, that's actually not all I have to say. I think Diana is the long-lost sorority sister from Legally Blonde. Anybody? Right? I love this. With the glasses and the, like, pleather jacket, and I counted not one, not two, but I think three sequined heart necklaces (laughs) over the course of the episode. I know we're in Jersey, but come on, Diana. (laughs) Not okay. That's amazing you're counting. Not okay. Yeah. I could not help. I was right. like, is that a separate one? And then another <laughs> it's a whole one? whole new one. Yeah. I can't. I kind of sense, like, a Will Schuster versus Sue Sylvester dynamic yes. between Deke Sharon and... That is Diane or Diana? That's Diana. 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 Okay, of course it's Diana. Not Diana. <laughs> Get it right. Um, I kind of like her, though. I kind of like that she's spunky. I think she adds a lot to the show. I think without her there, the show... Because Deke is kind of the soft, nurturing, fun dad. I love that, that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do feel like, though, she brings kind of this spunk. And you know with these shows, they kind of amp it up production-wise. Yeah. But I kind of like... I mean, and a lot of what she was saying was right. Like, I, we'll get to it, but I think the way she was pushing those two soloists was actually really smart. Mm-hmm. And did bring out a better performance in both of them. So I think, like, production-wise, it was really smart to kind of pair those two as foils. I'm really excited to see how they duke it out. Absolutely. And I like how the show have already established two completely different people. Mm-hmm. Especially a male and a female pitting against each other, along with the teams pitting against each other. I think it's great. Diana, we obviously know that she has a well-established career. Like you were yeah. saying, Lindsay, she kept tooting her own horn. I felt like it was more so compensating for something else that she's obviously lacking lacking in her life. So, she might have a great career, but what else happened to her? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, she might be a great performer, but there might be something else missing that she has to keep keep telling herself and reassuring herself that, like, she's the best. And I think that's just, it's so hard to get into, to like someone starting off a show like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I think the show obviously did a great job of who we should like and who we should not like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that's an interesting element we'll definitely see unravel with all these episodes. And so with Deke Sharon's, he has to coach the Stay Tuned group. Mm-hmm. Overall, what do we think of Stay Tuned? They're from Cherry Hill. Mm-hmm. And there's more people. I couldn't count exactly how many people were a part of Stay Tuned. 21. Stay Tuned, there's 21. 21. Yeah. Which is too big. And it's it's like he That's said, it's it's more... He, it's like he, he said, it's, it's more of a choir than it is an acapella group. Right. Mm-hmm. And the choirs so, are great. I was oh, part sure. of choir. I sure. sang in choir. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It is funny, though, <laughs> when he said, when he was looking at um, Stay Tuned and I saw 21 people... The first thing Deke said was they're too big, and I was like, he's right. I think mm-hmm. it's funny. I think that um, Highland's voices is too small, and I think that Stay Tuned mm-hmm. is too big. I think to me, the perfect Doc Bell group is like thirteen to seventeen, which is mm-hmm. interesting because I think they both have a hurdle to overcome. One's too big, I think, and one is too small. Sure, which I think okay. makes the show pretty interesting. So, right? Did Deke did say you know he kind of teased the audience where we might yeah. cut people, but do you think ultimately we, we find out that he doesn't right. because? 
Stay Tuned is more of a family dynamic, which is actually fun to watch. Mm -hmm. But do you think later on we might actually lose people, or will they stick to the 21? I mean, I think if we do lose people, it'll be of their own Circumstantial. Yeah, I think people might have to leave. People, Mm -hmm. you know, we might see some pretty heart-wrenching scenes out of that. Yeah. But I don't know if if anyone will actually be cut, Mm -hmm. unless some huge fights happen. The thing I like is I don't think the tone of the show would actually cut people. Mm -hmm. I feel like the show is doing a good job balancing the drama of Lifetime with, like, the earnestness of high school. So I don't think they would go as far as to, like, cut someone. But then again, it's Lifetime. Who knows? Sure. We'll Mm -hmm. see. And so Diana Priestler now has to coach the Highland Voices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do we think of the Highland Voices? We know they're smaller, but they have a bit of an ego. Mm -hmm. Do we like that? I mean, they're they're you know they're the the team that the that Stay Tuned has to overcome. You know, this is this episode, and I think that this is a microcosm of what the season will be. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's a quintessential sports movie. Yeah. You know, if Stay Tuned is the underdogs that always come in second, the Highland Voices are the perennial champions that are kind of resting on their laurels. Definitely resting. And they're on gonna laurels. they're gonna have to be overcome. They're gonna have to be conquered. Yes. Honestly, I I don't know about you guys. But I thought Stay Tuned sounded way better in the yeah. first assessments. I thought Nicole was an amazing soloist. Very and I good felt like Highlands was very like thin. It sounded very thin. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. could tell that there was they were missing something and it just was kind of very flat to me mm-hmm. their performance. Whereas I felt like Stay Tuned had a lot of talent, but had a lot of weaknesses in terms of like arrangement and how they were being used. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're gonna see that start to shift. With Deke's influence, we've already, you know, in this episode, we see that happen. Yeah, you know, let's talk about Stay Tuned's first performance. They performed uh, Sam Smith's Safe With Me, sung by, soloed by Nicole. So, you know, we're, we're going to go back and forth between Stay Tuned and Highland, just so, you know, we have a clear establishment of sure. who's who. But for the Stay Tuned group, they said their main key players are Paulina, David, a.k.a. Deacon, Nicole, Ashley, and Sam. We did get a good glimpse of Nicole. What do we think of Nicole and what she brings to Stay Tuned? I think she brings a, a lot to the table in terms of, you know, when she was telling her own story, she said she went from being that shy girl in the corner to really, you know, acapella bringing out her voice in, you know, in more ways than one and really building her character. And not only that, but with this being her senior year, with her moving back to Texas after this year's over, I think we're going to get a lot of emotion out of her, both in the performances and outside of them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What do you think of her voice? I think she's a beautiful voice. I really loved her performance. And afterward, when it was like, nah, you're not good, and they have better soloists, I was kind of like, really? I think she's the best vocalist on the show. From what I could tell, I think Vanessa and Maddie from the other group are really strong. We haven't really heard the guys yet. But so far, my impression is that Nicole is the best vocalist on the show. Mm-hmm. It seems to me, at least. Which, yay, girl power. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yes. I'm all for girl power. And I think I think Nicole could also be uh, on the same arc as potentially Sam, in which, you know, we don't see too much of her now, but she could get some really huge moments later on in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. We did shine a good spotlight on Nicole for the Stay Tuned group. Let's talk about the Highland Voices. Mm-hmm. They said the key players are Philip, Blue, Maddie, Vanessa, and Andrew. Our two key for this episode um, was Maddie and Vanessa. They both have very strong voices. Do you like the idea that they're pitting two girls against each other right out the gate? Hmm. It's a yeah. good question. Go ahead. 
No, I think, and I think you started to talk about this earlier. I think it was really smart what Diana did, aside from her fashion choices. <laughs> it was really smart because you could tell that Vanessa was very comfortable. You know, she's that girl that gets all the solos and it's never even questioned. And she just sort of shows up and I'm cute and I sing good and they're just going to give it to me. And I think you could see that. There was no real fire where Maddie, like, you can tell that she just freaking loves it. Like, I just wrote down, like, fresh and, like, pure. Like, when she sings, there's this purity and this fun and this joy, and you can just feel that. Mm -hmm. And while I think that Vanessa's tone and her voice for the song that they pitted them against was more appropriate, I think that Maddie's energy and her, like, spirit speaks volumes above what Vanessa brought to the table. Yeah. And it's it's interesting that we didn't see more... I feel like I think I was expecting a more emotional response from Maddie at having lost the solo. You know, she's being given this kind of glimmer of false hope in auditioning for the solo that she didn't even audition for before. And so I think I was expecting a little bit more of a fallout after she lost it to Vanessa. Yeah, I wonder if it's that dynamic of like, but no one stomps on Vanessa's right. <laughs> right. Like It's like, this is her territory. So right. Maddie just you know, quietly. And if you do, you have to answer to Andrew too. But you know what? I can't wait to see what happens (laughs) there. Oh my gosh. Maybe she knows her voice. Like, because I think the first scene we see her in a duet and she sounded beautiful and it was a great song for her voice. Mm -hmm. And I think she almost, you know, she didn't audition for this song. Either it was because she, you know, nobody stomps on Vanessa's solos or Maddie just knew like, this isn't the best song for my voice. Because there are certain areas where like you could feel that it was out of her range a little bit and she was reaching. Mm Mm-hmm. I do think, though, what you were saying, it does seem like Maddie's voice captures more of the essence of acapella, yeah. whereas I think Vanessa's more of like a Broadway kind of soloist, performer mm-hmm. type. But that could be the bias, because I come from an acapella background, so. Yeah. And Vanessa did say one of her biggest life goals is to get to Broadway. I think she's an she aspiring Diana, it. don't you guys think? Oh my god. I, I think so. I find her Even down to the red hair. Yeah. Red hair, yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, mini Diana. Yes, yes. I, I definitely see that. Um, but... Okay, so we're kind of getting into the rehearsal aspects mm-hmm. of both of these groups. For the solo audition, they had to sing Rather Be. What did we think of the song? Lindsay, you were getting into like what both of them brought a little bit different. I mean, Vanessa got a little bit more real, and Maddie just got a little bit just... I Exactly, it was just like a performance. Just singing the song wasn't just getting the voice out there, but... What are we happy with the fact that Vanessa, who always gets solos, still won this one? I think so. She had to audition at Fair and Square. Right. It was a better, her voice suited the song better. Mm -hmm. And I think that Diana's intention the whole time was to keep Vanessa on Mm. it. She just wanted to push her. That's what I think. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted her to know. She was lazy. Right. She wanted her to not be so easy. But what's, what's interesting and what's symbolic is that Vanessa sang the song sitting down mm-hmm. while Maddie was standing yeah. and kind of putting more into it. And so you see that it almost even represents both of their approaches to their roles in the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And which coming is, from... Oh, go. oh, which is also definitely interesting. I mean, we'll get to it definitely. I don't want to skip ahead, but it, it's completely contrast to what she actually did in the competition. Exactly, aspect, yeah. Which is... Oh, not to jump ahead, but... I, I liked how we did get the establishment that there are two strong females in uh, 
in this group in Highland Voices. And it also just shows, I mean, Ty, you did mention a point that you wanted to see the fallout from Maddie. Mm. I think it's actually great that we didn't see the fallout because the only comment we saw from Maddie was that, I'm happy I even got an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And she, she was happy that someone gave her the chance to actually get something. And she, and we saw her progress. She wanted she mm-hmm. she really actually legitimately genuinely wanted it, mm. and I think it and that might spark some inspiration with her. And it's yeah. like, hey, I can also I'm strong enough for everyone else to believe that I could also be a soloist, right. maybe in future episodes. And that's the thing, yeah. Okay. Being being given the chance to audition means that people are thinking of her in the same breath as Vanessa, which is probably mm-hmm. you know a step up as it is. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. One so, thing I do have to say, I noticed you had. Almost forgotten the group's names. I think both group names are just okay. Exactly. That's one hundred percent. That's right. one thing I noticed right away. Is like Highland. Why are they called that? Because aren't they from Allendale? Yeah, I don't get that. One. Highland voices. Highland's voices. And then stay tuned. Stay I like that it's a pun. Like stay tuned. It's very acapella. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's so hard for stay tuned because we watch so many television shows. Yeah. Obviously, this is after buzz, and every time we hear stay tuned, it's always like, <laughs> wait, because there's a commercial coming. I know, out. Right, stay right. tuned for this. That you're eventually going to. That see. did. I I'm think like, that did start. Every time, time we like, heard wait, "Stay tuned," I'm like, "Is ready a commercial to coming?" Forward. That's one of. The, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I know. That's what, really what funny. Sorry, I think of the movie with John Ritter. Oh, that's a great movie. There you go. John Ritter, Jeffrey Jones as well. Wait, what movie are we talking about? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I didn't see it. Guys. John Ritter, Jeffrey Jones. Come on, guys. Before yes, next week. I agree. I mean, I think we've heard some more wittier names mm. of acapella mm-hmm. groups, but we'll go with this. I just want to know what the source of Highland Voices is before the end of the season. Right? We will Maybe we'll find out. Okay. My, we'll have to stay tuned. The col- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. The college that I went to, our mascot was the Highlanders, and nobody mm. could ever figure out why. Interesting. It was a bear right. dressed painted like William Wallen. This is go. a lingering question. We yeah. might get the answer to. <laughs> but let's go that. back to stay only tuned and their rehearsal process. Yeah. I what did we think of Deke going back to basics with so many people? Did you like this teaching method of his? Yeah. Everyone's yeah. shaking their head. I mean I think yes. it's it's it represents kind of what we're gonna see in terms of Deke versus Diana for you know where it's the quality of the singing versus the quality of the performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the and obviously not to, you know, jump ahead also, but stripping away beatboxing, stripping away choreography, making them yes. just focus on the singing and their voices is really interesting and I think it it speaks to, you know, also the good cop, bad cop vibe, you know, who's mm-hmm. a better singer versus who's a better performer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it was smart. I, with a group that size, you kind of have to go that way. The thing I, I'll be really interested to see is, it's true, like, one of the categories is visual flair. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yes. And that's tough for a 21-person group to get synchronicity and yeah, do choreography. How, how are you going to choreograph 20 I don't know. people? And they're right. not, I feel like... Um, Highland, whatever, I can't remember. Highland voice. Highland voice. Highland voice. I feel like they're dynamic. With eight people, they're all kind of performers already. That's just going to be a big hurdle for Stay Tuned, and it's going to be really interesting. Deke was smart for the first week to handle them how he did, sure. but eventually they are going to need to push past that, and I don't know. And that's know. the thing. We, we saw, I mean... We saw how well it worked. Right, you know? right. I strongly disagree on that. Coming from like a dance and choreography background, when mm-hmm. you have a small group, it's a lot harder to have it look visually appealing. Oh, cool. Um, Because the more you have, the more people you have, the more you can create like a group in sync vibe where it's like an entire group of people. They need you on the show. Whereas like when it's a small group, I have some words about the (laughs) visual component of this. But when it's a when it's a small group, then it's if one person is like you see the individuality more, which is great. 
but you see the individuality more. So it's right. a lot harder for them to be like small group is a lot harder to compete in cool. than a larger group. But logistically speaking, is there is there an issue of space with that many people? Or? Staging. No, it's actually better for staging hmm. because if you have this big huge stage and you have six people and you're trying to really take over the space and have make an impact. Spread. It's a lot harder because once six people spread out, it looks thin and bare. It looks disconnected. And disconnected. disconnected. Whereas when 21 people can stand really close and be just as connected and small, and then when they move out, the impact is so much greater because they're filling the stage mm-hmm. and it's growing instead of getting more separate. Interesting. So it's okay. a lot easier to choreograph into like a bigger visual yes. treat. Sure. Awesome. And Deke did say, I mean, he had a lot of nice words to say about Stay Tunes, but he didn't have the nicest words to say about the rehearsal process, saying it's a mess. Mm -hmm. It's a mess. And he walked out, which I think that was more for a dramatic flair. Yeah, 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 he was standing right outside the door. I don't think he's the kind of person who would walk out. I Jeff and I were both laughing really hard when he was kind of like, The producers stay right there. Stay right there. That kind of gave me a Will Schuster moment. He's outside the classroom Um, I did have to laugh at the part where Deke is like, you're not as good. You're not as talented. You're not as good looking. Your clothes aren't as good. They're more wealthy. They're more privileged. But you've got heart. But you've got heart. And heart goes a long way, though. The kids are like, you could have listed four things instead of (laughs) listing 22. Right, exactly. You could have, like, not told us anything But you know what? Stay tuned are the underdogs. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. And and that encapsulates the show. It's heart versus skill at this point. But they're also more personable. Right, right. We got the individual moments with the core people of each group. And I liked more people on Stay Tuned than I did Highland Voices. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. it should be interesting. So, we also see Deke, he walks out, but he's also listening in. And what do we think of the group staying and actually wanting to perfect their performance? What do you think that conveys the message of the actual group? So sweet. Yeah. I mean, they want it more. I right. think yeah. I think we we get, you know, we got that from the beginning. They if if Deke is telling them something even after he leaves, they want to keep working on it. And I think it was Sam that said they're not going to leave until they get it completely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think when you're coaching a group, like the ultimate goal is to coach them to coach themselves. Yeah. You know, yes. like to have them coach beyond what you can do and to bring them together as a group because there's like this, you know, in sports in you know acapella any type of thing like that there's this like x factor that you can have two people that are super talented but what makes the difference is what's behind it mm-hmm. and so i think that's where stay tuned really has like an ace in the hole and you know he was saying all these negative things he's like but you have heart and you're kind of like that sucks <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the consolation prize that's really. the thing you can't teach that's right. the thing you can't give to highland's voices they mm. have to find that for themselves and so if stay tuned already has it then all he has to do is teach them right and that's like the best place to be in as a coach mm. Yes. It's New Directions versus Vocal Adrenaline. It is. You guys it's, so... it's very much that. For, for all <laughs> you listening, we are referencing Glee. That was a big musical show. You can't not. I mean, come on. Sure. You have to. Yeah. Not to self-plug. I also hosted that after show. So, big that. fan. Big fan of Glee. Um, okay, so we also get the rehearsal aspect of Highland Voices. And automatically, you know, Diana is saying, hey, we're going to have a competition every single week. Get ready. And we're training. And we're running. What do we think of this? 
We have to run outside. It's it's Rocky Four. You know, <laughs> it it's it's you know, Highland voices are Drago with all their their high tech uh, machines and all the scientists watching them. You know, if he dies, he dies. I think that's what we see. And whereas, you know, I, I love think, you making this movie. I, absolutely. That's what it, it's, it. It, it's every sports movie and it's awesome yeah. because yeah. Diana, you could tell she doesn't, at least now, she doesn't really care about the heart. She cares about you're going to win. Team Diana. She calls, she keeps calling him Team Diana. Her shirt was hashtag Team Diana. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. She's a little too much. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. What do you like about it? I feel like she is like the sass factor, like the intensity factor, and like the hashtag. I just think it's like she. I kind of like that confidence. There's something appealing about it to but me. It's is it confidence her. or is it yeah, ego? I yes. hear you. Maybe it's you're so right. Tacky. Is it confidence or is it ego? Yeah, that's a good point. Ego. We'll see. But she ego. Is- the, the flip side to that is it's going to result in them getting better. You know, as right. much as we hate it and as annoying as it is, it's going to produce results. Yeah, I think we'll it's a, yeah to you know off of Diana's ego because that's what I'm calling it. I I wrote down in my notes it's like she kept saying my team, my team, mm-hmm. I win, I win. How many times did she say I? Yeah. I couldn't count. <laughs> that's true. I lost Diana right. and. <laughs> For winning, we work as a team. Statistically, people work better and accomplish a goal working as a team compared to individuals. Mm-hmm. So, just more good point. Diana. Yeah. And I think she, it got annoying, though. I think she does think of them as a team. Yeah. It's just a team united under Diana. Yes. I, I, I. But the running is smart. I will say sure. that. Was I was so funny. Lived in New York and did musical theater the stretching for a while. montage and was really funny. A lot of people, like a lot of singers in musicals on Broadway, will like go on a stationary bike and bike and sing mm-hmm. because you have to be able to sing and move if you're going to sing and move. Mm-hmm. And also, running just helps with breathing mm-hmm. and rhythm and how you sync your moves right. to uh, beats and stuff like that. And it also just helps build the diaphragm so you have better breath support. Right. And so we saw them great. We saw them building the cohesiveness with the jumping jacks as well, yeah. you know, getting that and rhythm sing. down. Yeah. And it was hysterical. It was so it was super funny. funny. Like, Philip is my favorite. So <laughs> did, he, did he mention his doctor too? I think like yeah. yeah. my doctor recommends that I stretch. <laughs> yeah. Half hour. I was yeah. like, this is so awesome. Philip is a bit of a diva. <laughs> it's going to be great. And can we just mention his bacon bay shirt? Was yeah, pretty much yeah. one of my favorite things. Oh, it was bacon. It was it was I the word bay made out of bacon. Bae. It was pretty incredible. Really, yeah. I it looked if like only blood. I could, yeah, I didn't right. think I could like fill it more <laughs> until the bacon bay shirt. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But the the running was great to mm-hmm. add stamina and just physical, um, you know, training for that. It's important really for acapella. It. it is. I've been there. Mm-hmm. It really, really yeah. is, and it helps train. So, of course, to you know establish the drama on the show. Of course, the first week that you have to pick. Both of these teams against each other. So their first competition, week one, they're against. They're they're singing and uh, stay tuned has to sing hide and sink by Imagine Heap. Mm-hmm. What do you think of their performance and what they brought? That was great. Am I going to jump in? Is that all right? I thought. Uh, the thing I loved was Rather Be and Hide and Seek are, like, the most quintessential acapella songs ever, which is so great because, like, both of those songs are just, like, notoriously acapella choices. Um, so that was great. I think a, a group that size, it was really smart to sing Hide and Seek because that song is only supported by a large group. And it's a tough song, and they were in tune for the most part, mm-hmm. and, like, a lot of tough harmonies, and it was... I think that... Deke really capitalized on everything that group c- 
can and should be doing with that song choice. Yeah. And I thought it was great. Yeah, so sorry. Um, I should have prefaced that. Like, the competition, the judging aspect is that one third is based on performance, mm-hmm. the uh, another third is based on arrange- arrangements, and mm-hmm. then choreography. So mm-hmm. three parts making up for the judging curriculum. Uh, and going back to the the song choice, it's also I feel like everything's indicative, but I think even the song choice rather be as a much more you know recent song and a much more contemporary song than mm-hmm. hide and seek is mm-hmm. you know hide and seek was big in what oh three oh four whereas rather be was just from last year maybe the year before really timely yeah, yeah. super super recent yeah, and timely. so i think that once again speaks to the differences between these two groups mm-hmm. where the highland voices are going to use something super modern and super fresh in everyone's heads mm-hmm. versus you know stay tuned who are going to use something kind of tried and true and sort of older yeah I think it's Deke's fault they lost. Yeah. Let's hear this. I want to hear this. Sure. Sorry, Sure. Two things. One, they sounded amazing. And the arrangement was beautiful. Right? And that's why they outscored them on both arrangement and vocal performance. Because they sounded fantastic. The arrangement was brilliant. My problem is the visual. Right? If he goes back to the basics and we see him talking about dynamics and the importance of dynamics. And if you start at zero and then you come up, then you have somewhere to go. Why I I get the point of being very simple with your choreography and making a statement, but you can also make a statement and have dynamics. Mm-hmm. There needed to be something when the visual picked up in dynamics with the movement. Yeah. Because when they just stood there and their visual picked up, then you lose something. Like something falls flat and you're like, why are you still standing there? Because their voices, their beings, their feelings, their emotions, everything was growing and their bodies were like wet little noodles just standing there. And they didn't want, you could tell they didn't want to be standing there. And so I really think it's Deke's fault. They got 11 on visual because you could feel that. They wanted to move. Yeah. Right. And, and they're in black. But to to maybe be the devil's advocate to that, for this specific song, Hide and Seek. Yes, we know it swells and builds at the end, but for physical motion, what could they have possibly done to add yeah, to, the to the song? It's even like, just they rock. didn't even yeah. need to rock. All they needed to do was spread just out. walk and spread out You're right. and take the stage. That's all they needed to do was just Why walk and spread out and take the stage. <laughs> Why aren't you a consulting producer? And, no. and not, you know, Call me. coming coming from, from not this world and not really knowing about acapella, but it seems <laughs> like that's what kind of makes the difference between yeah. a choir and an acapella group yep. is that sort of the visual aspect. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting in a crowd and you hear a song like that and you hear a song that swells like that, you expect to see more of a, of a physical show yeah. and a physical component to that. That's true. And That's so a I really think, spot on. Yeah, so I think we saw that the best plan isn't always no plan mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. terms of choreography. Mm-hmm. What I liked about the fact that, yes, they did slack on visual, but that was on purpose because the two that they actually did win in was arrangement and performance. Mm-hmm. And that goes to show that they have talent. They have yeah. raw talent. And I think that was the message that Deke was trying to get across, that you guys have talent. It's not about visual. It's not about show. You don't have to You're be... Right. You don't have to have mm-hmm. the fireworks to win a show. Mm-hmm. You it's... have to have talent. And I think that's what they we can all learn from what they brought to this competition. They're both very good. I will say, like, objectively, just as high school groups, they're both excellent. Oh, yeah. And I've seen a lot Absolutely. of high school acapella groups, and I've sure. worked with some. And... I'm glad that Lifetime did choose two top-notch acapella groups, which is fun to see. It's I will say, though, the scores were right. 
I think mm-hmm. Highland was what it was. I can't remember. Okay. Highland. Highland. <laughs> we'll never know. Stay tuned. The, the scoring system was for vocal arrangement for Stay Tuned was 25. The performance was 25, and the visual was 11. Yeah. The Highland should have won. They were better. Mm, right, right. Um, but it was close, and I think it is exciting because Stay Tuned... They've got the heart. They, they do, and I think heart. I think this tough. was yeah. you know once again to bring it back to Rocky. This was Rocky losing the first fight yeah. against mm-hmm. Apollo Creed. You yeah, know Apollo he Creed. they I think they needed to get that focus away from the choreography to get that much better at their singing, oh, yeah. so that now now that they know that they can reach that point, they can bring the choreography up yeah. to match that. Cool. Dare say they had the eye of the tiger. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I hope they there sing you that. go. Don't even get me started on Rocky. I love that so much. But let's get into the Highland Voices performance in their competition. They had a sing rather be. I think at this point, with you know, just going through the audition process, I was already over the song. (laughs) Right, absolutely. Now we had a sing. We had to hear rather be again, but in a different version than Mm -hmm. what Vanessa performed during her audition. What do we think of? This performance. Oh, I have issues with this one too. Angel, let's hear the visual. Let me tell you about the visual. (laughs) So here's the thing: when you have a small group, right, uh, and you try to make them like a little army with no personality, like she made them all flat iron their hair, which is horrible because some those girls had beautiful curls, and I was like, I'm so glad you're on this panel because I did not notice any. Me neither. I would have been. All that I noticed. So she made them like this little army, but they if you're gonna do that, you have to be like like freaking on point. And any little deviation from that is just gonna make it look weak. And I think if she had kept some personality in them in terms of like the costuming and the staging, then you wouldn't see those flaws as much, but you see the flaws so much more when you try to make it super uniform and it's not. The other thing on that is when you're choreographing for people that are non movers or not dancers. There is a fine line between it looking very cheesy and it looking good. And you have to, like, work with them. And I feel like Diana's the kind of person who choreographs what she thinks is going to look good on that group. And she gives it to them. And then when she sees it done, she's like, oh, that's a hot mess. Do it better. (laughs) Instead of adjusting it so that it looks good on their bodies. And I felt that when I saw the performance that she gave them this choreography because this is the choreography she decided for this song and she didn't adjust it based on them. And so there were moments, like, when they're kneeling and coming up, and you're like, oh, it's so cheesy. Yeah. You know, and it loses something because they, you know, and then at the end when they're getting into it and they're all moving their own personality and they're being themselves and they're moving naturally, it's beautiful. Yeah. But the parts where she, like, was like, this is what you're going to do because it's going to look cool, and it didn't, and she didn't change it. Mm. And it's true that they're high schoolers. Like, they haven't grown into their bodies yeah, they're yet. Sure. They don't they're know. They're little people. Right. And they're singers. Like, they're not... These aren't Broadway people. No. And she comes from a Broadway... I, I know what you're saying. I did notice some awkwardness and yeah. a lack of kind of groundedness in the foundation of what you need to perform really well. Right. And the way, the way I always uh, explain it, because we get a lot of people like that, you know, in, in pro wrestling, when people start training, you get people that are, that are around that age and they haven't grown into their bodies. And the way I always compare it is like... Uh, it's like the movie Meet Dave. When there's a little army of aliens kind of piloting their body, but they don't quite know yeah. how to do it just yet. So everything's just a little bit off. That's awesome. Okay, my thing about this competition for the Highland Voices, it was all about Vanessa. 
Mm-hmm. Because looking back at it, that's the only thing I can remember. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. to win, you should win as a team, not as a soloist. Interesting. Granted, she has a very strong voice. She had a great performance. She's no Nicole, but she's okay. It was all about know, her. Yeah. And I can't, she's the only thing I can take away from it. Mm. And I don't even like her that much. Right, right. And that's, it's just upsetting for that to be the first. They did win. They had a 23 for vocal arrangement, 24 for performance, and 22 visuals. So overall, they were the winners. But honestly, Stay Tuned won, though, at the end. Sure. They won our hearts. Yeah, sure. exactly. I know. The producers are setting us to one. Oh, of course. Stay Tuned. Oh, we got to stay tuned to see what will happen. But, but stay tuned. it was just. I had a problem with, uh, mostly I had a problem with the Highland voice because right. they have a small group. They couldn't count how many they had, maybe around 10. I think eight. I think eight, eight, right? eight yeah. Which is wow. small. I'm, complete, I'm terrible. I wish they had like two more. It's a small group. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. a very small group. And they. I feel like the whole go-to move is when they get in one line and then they pop out. You see that every line acapella v, competition. Line. It's very <laughs> yeah. hard to choreograph on a small group because yeah. there's only a certain number of forms. There's only so much like, you can do. Yeah. I see it too much. Yeah. I see it in television shows. I see it in movies I don't need to see it in the show. Yeah. And that was the first thing, maybe that's just a personal thing that irks me, but I'm just wondering how many more times we'll see that in the show. A lot. Right. And yeah. I didn't think the the choreography was that great, granted by Diana. I was like, you didn't have a lot to do. Right. But, uh, okay, so they win. Highland Voices win. What do we think of everybody's comments about the opposite team? Let's start with Deke and what he thought about the Highland voices. And Didn't he have an awesome quote? He had an awesome quote about, like, yeah, there was another place they'd rather be. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was fun to see some stats from Deke, because Fun Dad doesn't usually, like, get edgy like that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So, that was so fun. when it comes out, yeah, for sure. But yeah. he also had another great comment, though, like, they didn't capture the essence of what rather be because during Vanessa's audition she did mm-hmm. but during the competition performance she didn't it, she got, it got showy and it lost the message of it mm-hmm. and I think that was actually a really good constructive criticism comment from Deke what do we think of Diana's comments towards Stay Tuned on their part? She was right. I, didn't she say, like, I mean, they didn't move at all? Yeah. They, yeah. And right. she was right. Yeah. Yeah. She was right. They didn't but move. It's, you, you hate to agree with her when she's being so brash know, about it. I know. Yeah. I just love when Philip is like, they could have at least like left it up there. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was Philip like, yes, is Philip. a sass factory. Yeah. I like I feel that. like we're going to get a lot of good quotes from him I'm this excited season. to see Philip. I don't know if you guys noticed, but during the performance of each group, during the Highlands voices, when they cut to like the other Stay Tunes facial reactions, they're like, "Wow, they're actually good," and they're impressed. Where when it was Highland watching Stay Tuned, they had like smug looks on their face. Mm. You can tell they right. they have an ego to them. They're like and already I think, condescending. I think that's the beginning. Hard. That's the beginning of two separate arcs we're we're going to see yeah. over the season. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to see. Um, you know, stay tuned, maybe thinking more of themselves and not being quite so intimidated. Yeah. And I right. think we're going to see a high voices maybe taking their competition a little more seriously, maybe once they lose for the first time. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. And there was a clear shot of Diane when stay tuned was performing. It was like just a look of utter Such a stage yeah. mom. Oh my like, God. Okay. Yeah. So we obviously know what Diane's personality is. Like. <laughs> sure. Sure. What I think is what it interesting is, right yeah. is the pairing of Deke with Stay Tuned and Diana with mm-hmm. Highland's Voices because I feel like both coaches share the strengths and weaknesses of their teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Deke K 
can really is really great for building up the weaknesses that um, Stay Tuned has. But I think that his weakness as a coach is in the visual component, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to really stretch as a coach to bring something more for this group. And I think Diana's weakness is that she has a bit of an ego. And she's all about the show and doesn't find the heart of it. And I think that's the same weakness her team has. And she's going to have to really stretch to try to find that in them. And I think it should be interesting to see how both coaches address their own weaknesses to help their teams get better. Sure. Yeah. It's it's singing versus performing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the two yeah. obviously most important parts of acapella. So we see these two halves kind of butting heads. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see which one wins out. What oh. do we think of Andrew's comment towards Diana from Ooh. the Highland Voices? It was a little... This is how it starts. This I'm excited. Starts. Like, I will just say this. isn't this. the last time, yeah. I had to applaud Andrew for I actually literally saying everything that the audience is thinking. Yes. Right, right. And I was like, good on him for having the audacity to already stand up to Diana and pointing out her flaws. I, was I like, disagree this is about a little you against oh, Deke. Again, also reflecting the message that this is you, Diana, against Deke. This isn't about the team. This is a you personal problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. At the same time, though, I kind of feel like when you're being coached, you have to respect, respect. your coach. And, like, right. Diana, she does have cred. Like, she comes from a... I didn't know who she was before the show, but... <laughs> she kind uh, Clearly, she talks She's a the lot. best. She's the best. She'll tell you. She's right. the best. But at the same time, like, she made their group better, and she pushed those solos, and she knows what she's doing. Exactly. And um, I feel like... It, I like that Andrew pushed back, because I'm excited to see how that dynamic develops, but I was a little bit like, whoa. And that's gonna yeah. be a war, because I think, I think, like I said before, you may not agree with her method, but they produce results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think one day he's going to get a little bit too mouthy mm-hmm. and bring her wrath down on him, and it's not going to be pretty for him. I can't wait for it, though. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> going to be, be awesome. so good. Yeah, yeah. the TV viewer in really me loves bad. him. Yes. <laughs> but as like as a coach and you know, like being on teams, I agree. Like mm-hmm. Respect. You can think all those things and right. say them after. Right. I love that you say them on TV because we get that by it. But I think that there there should be respect, and if they're going to grow as a team, they need to respect her. And and I think obviously there's a little bit more of an element there. And it's interesting that we saw this in a Chiron. We saw this in a in a lower third on the show, but they didn't really talk about it. But Andrew being Vanessa's boyfriend, I feel he's also in a position where he feels like he's he kind of has to stand up for her because it did feel like Diana was kind of picking on her Mm -hmm. just a little bit. So lame. So far, Andrew's really like the only person I like on Highland Voices. Everyone else is like, yeah. I love Maddie. Maddie, yeah. she's kind of the straight She's a timid man. person to watch out she's for. She's the yeah. straight man for sure. Yeah. I feel like Vanessa's Rachel Berry. If we're talking Glee, uh, she's a little she Rachel. Is. Okay. Which is good. It's a good thing. Mm. Yeah. It is. It's. I mean, it's good to have that strong point person, mm-hmm. but you can't always depend on the point person. Right. And Maddie's got I that mean, crazy two color eye thing going on. Too. Oh, yeah. It was cool. Vanessa yeah. literally got, officially got the solo that she won mm-hmm. and then immediately said, hey, I have to leave. Oh. It's convenient timing. That was that was. Yeah. No, Vanessa. I think that was like editing purposes. But sure, sure. It does also show that Vanessa. I feel she doesn't. In some ways, she takes it seriously, but others is like, yeah, it's still. I this is you know given right. to me. I don't right. have to worry about yeah. it. I mean, but to be fair, she wasn't blowing it off just to go hang out with friends or go to you know a party or something like but that. You don't. Where do was that she going? On... Another rehearsal? Like, yeah. No, not okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, but. When I was in high school, which is 
like two years ago. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Plus like 10 or 15. Anyways, uh, I was a cheerleader and I also danced competitively. And if I missed a dance practice mm-hmm. or left it early, I did not compete. Mm. Yeah. Like zero chance. It did not have, it was, there was no, like if you were sick, you brought a bucket. Yeah. Like <laughs> you just did it. And like right. there was no question. And that's what, if every member on the team is that committed and one member isn't and they're leading the team, that's not right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I will say Diana did make an excellent point because, like, I love seeing hard workers and people who, like, know and work for her. I mean, she has a great career. I'm not, you know, denying that whatsoever. It's just Diana, uh, Diana did point out the great It's like half the battle is showing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And the fact that now you're already there but now you leave, it's about actually just Given a crap. Yeah. And yeah. Vanessa leaving is like, yeah, peace. I know. Especially when you think she's on a reality show. Mm-hmm. She shows yeah. up. <laughs> but also, yeah. it's like, they are teenagers. Right. So <laughs> sure. It's, it's hard to have There's teenagers like fully committed like that. Oh, yeah, they're busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For okay. sure. All right. So, I mean, we talked a good chunk of oh, the episode. Yeah. yeah. But we also learned that. They're both New Englanders. You know, these teams are in the East Coast. East Coast of of America. Stay Tuned is from Cherry Hill, Mm -hmm. New Jersey. And Highland Voice is from Allendale. And Lindsay, you actually have some fun stats about each of these towns. Oh, well, like, obviously my first thought when I saw them. You're from the East Coast. I am from the East Coast. I'm from upstate New York, and I lived in New York City for a while, and actually... I, I didn't really live in New York City. I lived in Jersey, but I tell people I lived in New York City because it's Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Love Jersey! Um, Weehawken, if any of you out there oh, yeah, yeah, are from yeah. Jersey. Yeah, Weehawken right in the water. It's Represent. Peace. Yeah. Um, anyways, Cherry Hill is in Camden County, which is actually the Delaware Valley out in the outskirts of Philly. And Allendale is in Bergen County, which is uh, basically a suburb or outskirt of New York City. Okay. okay. So there's those two differences there in terms of like the Cherry Hill, which is where uh stay tuned, they're like Philly kids and Allendale is like the New York City kids. Most likely their parents work in New York City or mm-hmm. Philly. Um and then there is some like differences in the demographics in terms of income there. Allendale's, you know, median household income is around 131,000, whereas Cherry Hill is around 88,000. So I think we probably, you know, I think Deke made the the reference of, are you sick of losing to the rich kids up north? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of a, a testament of maybe the financial differences in terms of the resources in the schools and the programs of the two different acapella groups. So yeah. it's interesting how that might play a role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that also just establishes, like, how personalities are, too. Mm -hmm. That these kids, their parents tend... The people, you know, from the more better-income society, those, like, there might be... not, And I'm not saying this for everybody, but they might be a little bit more entitled in Mm -hmm. personality that that they're used to always getting what they want Mm -hmm. compared to the people who don't have the best income and they have to actually work hard for what they want. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I think that might reflect on both of these groups. And we're definitely already seeing the social differences between these two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually fun to watch to see if that, in the end, will actually just affect and how they perform and how they see each other during all these episodes. Yeah, we'll see. How far away, like, in time do we think Cherry Hill? Because if they're competing, like, every week, 
Is that like five, six hour drive? Well, I noticed that they're performing at, um, oh gosh, I didn't write it down, but the place where they're performing at is closer to New York City. Okay, I think it was the South Orange. Uh, yeah, South of, Orange. Yeah. It's closer yeah. to New York Orange. City, I believe. Okay, um, cool. But I don't think it's that far, because Allendale's kind of like a further outskirt, like it's a it's a bit of a track okay. to the mm-hmm. city. It's, it's further up, um, and then same with Cherry Hill, I think they're kind of... So they're meeting on sort of neutral ground yeah. almost. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So one team like needs to Super eat Bowl. a slice of humble pie, <laughs> yeah. where the other one just needs a little bit more confidence booster. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. It's Rocky and Drago, man. Yeah. See, I, I see myself for the, like, the underdog perspective, because, not to make this personal, but like I grew up on the outskirts, and I was always the one looking into the, like, the different society. I was like, I want to be a part of that. But sure. I, had, I had to work my now way Now you're too. in Hollywood, kid. You made it. Too. Yeah. But, like, I understand, like, the the hard work and ethic that goes into just wanting anything in life to get to where you want to be. Yeah. So, I think we'll see that a lot and stay tuned. Definitely. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, you know what? Let's get to predictions. Predictions. Then. Oh, my. And now, what is happening? Do they not have this in wrestling? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we have to cram three hours into one hour. We get strobe lights. This no. is amazing. It's fancy up in here. But like we're about to go into space. Yeah. All right, we see some dramatic previews for next episode. So good. Yeah. Deke in a hospital? Oh, Deke, oh yeah, we see. Something happens with him. He's in the hospital. I feel terrible. The first thing I did was I went, yes. What? I <laughs> love you, Deke. No, I love Deke, too. But you come on. But, yes. like, seasons or episode seven, the hospital, it's perfect. Sure, <laughs> sure, absolutely. That's the thing where the producers are scared but so happy. And you know he'll be by fine. Then, Deke will be fine. He's going to be fine. He'll guys. be fine. But you He's know, got heart, just like his team. Exactly. You know by then he'll have built such a bond that oh, it's just waterworks everywhere. It's going to be great. Yeah. I I feel like this is Glee where there's a personal yes. issue that goes on that brings everyone together right. and makes sure. them perform. Yeah. Um, now, one thing you, you had mentioned earlier is that Stay Tuned is a little too big and mm-hmm. Island Voices are a little too small. Yeah. I mean, I know this might be a little far-fetched, but do we think <laughs> that there's a possibility that maybe some could jump ship? Can you imagine the drama? Right? I hope. Oh I don't think so, but I hope. Right, right, okay. right, right. Because, so, I mean, Stay Tuned is three times the size of Highland Voices. Nicole, yes. let's see, I'm, I'm predicting a Nicole, Vanessa, Andrew Love triangle. Ooh, Probably. Man. I think, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, that's a different team. That's what I'm saying. That's it's the, the whole teams. point. Can you imagine? How much more tension could there be? Texas. Yeah, that's I true. I think that will happen. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I put my, in my notes for the Highland Voices... People will slowly self-combust mm-hmm. because just mm-hmm. under the tutelage of Diane and <laughs> yes. Diana, the regime. <laughs> yes. It'll be the like regime. that. That's Stay a good by word. the bell, Jesse Spano. There's no time. That's There's exactly no right. Time. It's, it's so excited. excited. <laughs> It'll be, no place I'd rather be. No place I'd rather be. They're just so. If you're young and you haven't seen this episode, yeah, all these high school amazing. Uh, yes, Jimbo, you know. Yeah, uh, I love oh, it. Just so popping those caffeine pills. Yes. <laughs> if oh, I hope Zach, so. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so exactly. Scared. Yes, but in all seriousness, yeah, under sorry. Diana's um, strict regime and her sure. very competitive nature, yeah. I think she will push people literally over the edge. Where I think because it's such a big group. We will see people just. There's quit. a smaller though. Well, Deeks Deeks is the big group. 
Oh, I don't, I don't know if Diana's right. group can, but, can okay. afford to lose people. I know. I'll take that but I think <laughs> people right, might want to, like, we'll see moments where I they're think, like, I'm yeah. done with this. The yeah. faces that we don't necessarily have names with, I think we might see them drop Ooh, one Ooh, maybe one. they'll <laughs> leave, and then they'll have auditions for more Ooh, people. I'd be down. <laughs> there you go. There you go. New Who faces doesn't love a good audition? Sure. Do you think Maddie will actually get a solo? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She deserves one. She should have one. What do you think that'll do for Vanessa? Oh, I can't wait. I think Vanessa will kind of learn how to take it, you know? Yeah. I think we might see a little bit of an outburst from her, but I think she'll be, you know, her, she as well as the team will kind of learn to sort of take things a little bit slowly. All right. Well, and if she wants a career in Broadway, she's going to have to learn. I mean, realistically, honey, you're probably not going to star in your first role. You're going to be in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need to learn how to be a team True. player. Yeah. yeah. And she's also young. She has to just learn the ways of what the industry is. Right. For uh, Stay Tuned, we, we spent a lot of time in Nicole, but we didn't really spend a lot of time on the actual male performers. Right. Who do you oh, think yes. will be like the standout for this group? I don't know. I think we'll see a lot out of Decon. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wait to see He's D-Con. like a real bass. I was listening. His speaking voice is very low. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. He's sure. a bass. Decon and yeah. his fashion choices. Even just visually, he kind of resembles the, the tall guy from Pentatonix. Yeah. I I'm worried that Stay Tuned is too nice and that we won't see a ton of Internal drama. Like I feel like, oh mm-hmm. no, because I'm sensing an Andrew Vanessa love, like love relationship. I'm sensing Over Andrew on pushing side. against on the Highland side, right? But on the Stay Tuned side, I'm worried that we're not going to have enough. I hope that they're willing to, you know, push back a little bit against Deke and sure. We'll I see. think we'll see some. We'll see I think something. when when you aren't pushed, you don't let everything out. Mm-hmm. And I think there we see them coming in to stay tuned at a very like, oh, we just sing songs and we do whatever, but we we never really win and so we just go and we have fun. Right. And I think once they start to realize, oh, we could be good at this and we can push ourselves, I think when that starts to happen, you put a little pressure on the pot, then people's personalities yeah. and, and conflict tends to arise. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. So we had a lot of fun things to say about this yes. episode. More fun episodes to come. We have Man. more competitions mm-hmm. coming. Stay tuned. So much. Stay tuned Thanks. is going to so win. I'm going to say that. I'm calling it right now. Stay tuned is going to ultimately knock out Highlands Voices oh, in the elimination. I think you're we don't right. Know that. I think we'll it can see. go either way. They're both excellent. Sure. And I think right now Highland's better. And then an all-boy group from a private school is going to win yeah. it all. Yes. <laughs> the Warblers. Warblers. Yes. Let's do that. I'm so for that right now. Oh, right man. Because we know the, the end goal is to win the summer invitations. Right. Yeah, not so. Right. Fun things to look forward to. Where can everyone keep following you and talking about the show? You can follow me, Jeff Graham, at Twitter, Jeffrey C. Graham, Instagram, Jeffrey Crane Graham. See you there. There you go. Uh, Lindsay Miller, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, awkwardly periscoping, <laughs> at Rockin' Mama Life. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. Excellent. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here at AfterBuzz on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms, at AfterBuzz TV. Rate, comment, subscribe. This is a brand new show. We really had fun talking about this. I hope you guys too. I want to hear everybody's thoughts and opinions on the show. So many great things about it. And there's more to come. Thank you everyone for listening and watching. And we will see you for our next competition. 
From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.